Hey, this is Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, and uh, here we are with the first uh, of the many podcasts that we have coming out for the Big Wig series of 2014 starting into 2015. Keep in mind that this will be a series that's going to run for the rest of November into December and also into January. We've got company CEOs, vendor CEOs, We've got some agency owners, agency presidents that are all going to be on here telling us what they're doing, their forward-thinking mission um, to to basically get this agency or this industry to move forward at a at a faster pace, but one that is more receptive to the clients, consumers' needs, the experiences they expect, and the services that they expect us to provide to them. Keep in mind. We think that we sell an intangible product. We really don't. The product we sell is completely tangible. I'll get more into that later. In the meantime, I appreciate you reaching out to us on iTunes. I got to tell you, we're blowing up on Stitcher. Stitcher, folks, if you're not a part of it, you've got to get it. It's 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 blowing up in way more areas than just podcasts. So be sure inside of the uh, email that we sent, um, you can you can click on and find us where we are on Stitcher. Find us where we're on on iTunes, or you can just pl- simply put in Stitcher, just like it is Stitcher, into your uh, iPhone. Put in iTunes. Um, get your uh, what is it? Your Apple uh, podcast. I, if you and you guys know me, I'm not an Apple guy, so I can't believe. But I think they have an Apple Podcast uh, like app. I hear it's not the greatest, but it's a way you can get us, or you can go directly to their iTunes, and you'll find us there as well. So in the meantime, let's get going with our first agent. He is going to be an agent, and he is the owner and operator of his agency. Let's hear his voice and let's go. Jason Cass back here uh, once again, and here we go right into the podcast. Uh, well, as I said before, this is uh, the month of November and is the month of the agency owner. So the first agency owner I brought on for this month, which I think is a doozy, is uh, his name is Dave Jackson, and he is from Jackson Insurance Group, and uh, he is absolutely rocking it. I got to know Dave through a um, a Facebook group out there that Dave actually created and I have to tell you and I'm not saying this because he's on the phone of all of the groups I'm involved with on Google Plus, LinkedIn and on Facebook I have to say this is by far the most active and it's called um, Independent Agent Agency Owners Only I believe is it. I, I'll have Dave confirm that here in a minute but it's a fantastic group where agents are just sharing all kinds of stuff about how are you doing this, where are you doing, and I have to tell you, there's a lot of groups that are like that, and if you're listening to this, you're probably one of them, but like, these are real agents. These are not, you know, the stuffy guys sitting around in their suits, some of these groups that I'm a part of, and everybody wants to speak like, you know, they know everything or all this. These are just a bunch of agents that are Main Street agents out there just trying to share knowledge and get better. So I'm, I'm going to stop there, but I want to bring on to everybody, I want to bring on Dave. Dave, could you say hi to everybody? Good morning, Jason. Welcome from sunny Gilbert, Arizona. Gilbert, Arizona. Uh, Dave, I, you and I didn't discuss this, but I was born in Phoenix, Arizona. So uh, very familiar with that area out there. Got a lot of family out there. So uh, awesome. how's things going out there in Gilbert? Good, good. We're rocking and rolling. I, I, we do awesome. I, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure you are. I mean, um, as I was talking, to, uh, so tell us once again, because I always butcher it, the name of the group. 
that, that you started? This Facebook group that I began probably within the last six or eight months, Independent Insurance Agency Owners Only. That's what it is. That's what it That's is. That's the official name of the group, yep. And obviously, you can only be an agency owner to be a part of the group, and actually, it's a private group, and you have to go through Dave in order to be part of the group. Am I right that about that, Dave? That is correct. That is right, yep. And I imagine um, with the kind of information that's being spread inside there, I mean, it's dynamic information. Um, I assume, are you pretty selective on who you choose, Dave? Uh, as long as they're an owner, it's wide open. Okay, so we'll okay. accept anybody as long as they're an independent agency owner. Yeah. Okay, and so Dave, what is your Facebook page, or people can reach out to you? There's probably a lot of Dave Jacksons. What's the easiest way people could reach out to you to maybe become a part of the group if they wanted? Well, our uh, Facebook um, page follows the name of our uh, website, which is myagentisdave.com. So to to find our agency page, it's facebook.com slash myagentisdave, uh, and that's the end of it on the Facebook page. Okay. And our website is www.myagentisdave.com. Fantastic. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So let me start here with something that a lot of people like to always say. Dave, are you an iPhone or Apple user? I'm uh, sorry, an iPhone. iPhone or Droid user, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you do use the uh, iPhone, huh? I'm an ex-droid uh, converted to iPhone three or four years ago. Oh, I'm an Apple wow. guy now. Wow, wow. I'm Man. a convert. You're a convert. Yeah, mm -hmm. okay. That's a big thing with our listeners here. I am a droid, and a majority of my listeners are Apple, so that's, uh, that's interesting. You got any apps that you think that you've downloaded lately that are good for you for business, personal, or whatever, and that you'd like to share? Uh, I got uh, turned on to one recently in the last oh, month or two, uh, one called RecCheck, Rec, W-R-E-C-K, Check. And it's um, an app that's used to report an accent or what to do if you're in an accent. Uh, and I really like it. Um, I'm creating a, uh, a uh, document that we can give to our new clients so they can uh, know to download it. Um, but even bigger than that, I mean, actually have had in the works for quite a while now our own agency app. I've always wanted one. Um, I've interviewed multiple vendors, uh, and I just have not found the one yet that suits me best, but we're getting closer and closer to launching our own individual agency app. Now, Dave, uh, just just asking, we didn't. We, and for all you listeners, we didn't have. We weren't planned to go this way, but Dave brought up something that I think a lot of you guys are facing out there. I know I, I, I did at one time. What was it about the apps out there that you didn't like, or you do like that you make uh, that the one you have now you think is better than those? Could you do you have any reasons or any thoughts? Yeah, great, great, great question. Um, we looked at. I know a number of agency owner friends who have. Uh, taken on their own and some of them just didn't have pricing in line where we felt it needed to be others the functionality wasn't quite there um, it was uh, scalable and you could add to it on some of them as much or as little as you wanted and so it's just the overall I don't have anything specific mm -hmm. uh, a lot of them had a lot of them are great and just had little things that were missing that we felt we, we could see in one but not in another. And so I was just looking for that one that would wrap it all together and give us, you know, the killer app that our clients deserve. And so 
We're getting now, close to that, um, but uh, probably have it launched by first of the year. So, Dave, um, whenever I was going through that as an agency owner, and a lot of you agency owners out there listening, this is really good stuff that Dave's brought up right at, right up right up uh, right up front. And it has to do with data. That's one of the things that you know that I've always said that that insurance agency apps are pretty much useless. Is that we give them to our clients, and then we have them pre-populate the actual information that goes in there. And I think if you'd probably agree, my bank or you know any Amazon Kindle app, whatever app it is, normally you don't have to pre-populate it. Um, is there a way that you guys have gotten around that to where they can actually have access to the data that they need? Um, that's a question I'm not sure I'm ready to answer yet. Okay. Uh, we, I don't know that I have enough information yet to be able to give you a really solid answer on that. Okay. One. We're, we're finishing up on, on that actually as we speak. So, okay. um, yeah, okay. probably in another month, I would I would be able to answer that a whole lot better. Super, super. Thanks, thanks for being upfront and, and and honest about that. The thing I have to say to a lot of agency owners out there is I have to think I, I want you to realize and consider that that's one of the main issues that we have is that that it needs to be pre-populated. And one of the things that's preventing us from doing that is the vendors that we use. Because there's only two places we can get the data for the client. It either has to come directly from the company, which means we would have to use their own app that they provide, which I think a lot of agency owners don't like because it then cuts out the agent. So as an agent, if we want to provide that app, then the database we have to use has to be our own database. And a lot of our vendors and our management systems that we have don't allow us to access that ba- that data. And I have to say, over the coming years, it, this industry is going to be in a huge fight. And one of the main fights is, is whose data is that? First of all, it's the client's data. It just happens to be held in our system. But how can we get that out of our system and get it into an app? I think that you know, there are some carry or there are some vendors out there that are making that easy easy to do now. QQ Solutions is one of them as a management system, um, but also it has to do with the independent agent app. If, if for all you out there that are wanting to go uh, wanting to know about specifically the app that I use, it allows me to connect my app directly into my management system, so that once the per, the client downloads the app off the Google Play or the App Store, they can just simply put in their email and it connects them right through to my system and to where it downloads their information. So I did not have any plans on going there, but Dave just brought up a great point that I hear from a lot of agency owners, and so I just just wanted to throw that out there for everybody. Sorry about that, Dave, but that, that's, that's very, okay. That's that a, was a, that's a, the exact point, Jason, that we were holding off on the, on the app. We have been on a man. Um, I'm a fairly new independent agent. So we've uh, been on a management system for only nine months now. And so <clears throat> it's one of the leading, um, systems, but we were waiting to make sure that that functionality was there. So there was uh, pre-population for our clients and, ease of use and all of that rolled into one and it's ex- what you speak of is exactly what we've been waiting for and and That's we're right. just almost there so we're That's right. And, and Dave and, and Dave the thing is from what I found out is a lot of the app companies 
um, they can make that functionality immediately. What they need is they need access into our management systems. And so far, I believe in three to four years, every one of them will give us access because they have to. But right now, a lot, especially a lot of the big boys, don't want to give up that information because they want to create their own app and then they want to charge the agent an arm and a leg to create something which is not something they do. They need to just stay with their core, which is create management systems, and then let us as agents decide on what vendor and how we want it to interact with that data. So I think until they move forward, they're holding back the independent insurance agent from providing the same amount of tools that, let's say, a Geico or the others do. I'll get off my high horse here. Dave, this is about you. So tell us about Dave. Tell, go back to high school, but go back to college, and give us a run-up to where you are now. All righty. Uh, well, I'm originally from the Midwest, born and raised in Iowa, and uh, started um, shortly out of college with an insurance company. Um, Iowa had, happens to have uh, the second uh, largest number of home-based carriers in the state of Iowa, mostly in Des Moines, uh, second to Hartford. And so uh, I happened to work for one of those carriers. I worked there 11 years. I uh, had a position at the time that was eliminated, and that allowed me to get out into the uh, field and work for a company that's uh, changed the name and act through acquisitions is different today than it was back then, but I uh, sold um, hardware and software systems to independent agents in a okay. two-state area. So that was my first uh, exposure to agency. I did that for about a year and a half and saw a lot of agents who were... Uh, uh, doing very well financially, and I knew that because in our process in selling them automation, we got into financials with them and, and how they could improve those. And uh, I got to see where some of these uh, agency owners were uh, um, really doing well in spite of themselves. And, and I thought, you know, if I had that same opportunity, uh, I think I could uh, see an improvement and, and do even even better. So that got me involved or interested in agency, and I happened to have a contact where I lived in Iowa at the time, and uh, he um, kind of turned me on to uh, the captive side and um, took on an independent agency, uh, excuse me, independent agent um, contract, and I use that term loosely because it was with Allstate, and they, they used it as independent contractor. Um, but obviously a captive carrier because it was in a metropolitan area, not like they do in rural areas. But um, so I did that, and I had two two different all-state agencies: one in Iowa for six years, one in Nebraska, where we moved to later uh, for four years. And uh, then uh, eventually uh, stayed on the captive side and became a uh, moved to Arizona and became a uh, State Farm agent in a, for about a year and in the same location where our office is today, and that was two years ago. And so just for the, almost the last year, we've been an independent agency owner. Uh, I have been and um, stayed in the same location, same phone number, same website even. And uh, so now we enjoy the, uh, the riches of being an independent agency owner versus on the captive side. So I've been on both sides of the fence and uh, really, really enjoy um, doing what we're doing now, and it's been extremely successful. We're, we're just thrilled to death. Yeah, and I bet you are. There's a lot of great things going on. If you're part of that uh, Facebook group, you can just see um, just not the amount of business you're writing and the income, but the fun you're having doing it. 
um, sharing ideas, creating different things. I saw that you got some Hollywood chairs the other day, you know, that were pretty cool. Um, and if you guys are, you have to be on the group for us to, uh, for you guys to understand that. We're just constantly sharing fun things and different things that people are doing. Um, and so it looks like you're having a lot of fun. So tell us about your agency today. I mean, you said it started about nine months ago, you said? Uh, December 1, so, yep, we're coming up on our one-year anniversary. We've got an anniversary event planned on December 2nd. That'll be our one-year anniversary. Uh, and um, I didn't even realize uh, how much business we could write as an independent agent compared to the captive side of the fence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were, you know, we had all the support we needed in the world um, being a state farm agency, but we've just gone leaps and bounds beyond what uh, we were doing with them uh, now that we've uh, been independent. And let me add to Jason, one of the reasons why I created this Facebook group you keep mentioning is because I was in the same boat that I believe a lot of uh, new independent agency owners are today. Uh, A good share of them are ex-captive agents, and now they come to the independent side just like I did. And they've got tons of questions. You know, where do I go here? Where to? Because you're independent. You're on your own. You've got your, yep. uh, you know, you got your carrier reps and all that. But they come around once a quarter, however often. And so, you are on an island. And so, tons and tons of questions. I know I had them. And so my thought was, uh, there's, I can't be in the same boat all by myself. There's got to be a lot of other folks who have been in my shoes or are now in my shoes too. And so let's put together a forum where we can share ideas, look for help, help each other, and it's been nothing short of tremendous. We've got some great individuals who've joined on, and it, you know, I just, it really just kind of to uh, grew uh, after I got to know a couple of guys in California, and they added a few of their friends, and they added a few of their friends, and so we're, we're not a huge group by any means. We're over 100 members, but... But it's extremely active. I mean, you're on there, so you can kind of get an idea. Yeah, Uh, you can ask just about any question you want from the experienced. I've been in the business 34 years, you know, in the industry, but on the independent agency side, I'm a complete rookie. So I've got a lot of those types of questions where some of these guys have been in the business on the independent agency side for more than 35 years. So there's a diverse mix of backgrounds and experience. And um, the, the best part is they're giving individuals who are willing to share what's uh, worked well for them, and they're willing to help out uh, the new rookie uh, or the inexperienced person, or, and we have people everywhere in between. So it's just been a, a real, really um, positive experience. So personal lines versus commercial lines, what's your percentage as far as split? Uh, we are, I just looked at that report this morning that we track internally. We're 73, 24, and 3. 3 is financial. So 73 purse lines, 24 commercial. What are you trying to grow over the next 12 months? What's your what's your goals look like? Uh, my focus would be on the commercial side. Um, and a lot of times people ask, do you have a niche in commercial? And um, we do not yet. I would like to develop that. I'm kind of finding my way and, you know, looking to, to know what's the, our natural niche. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a couple of avenues that I'd like to explore, but we haven't uh, solidified those yet um, with our, the programs we're really looking for that we can take to the, to the market. So uh, um, I'd like to grow the commercial side. I like to be 50-50. 
Um, okay, okay. In, in the next 12 months. I like what you said, natural niche. That's something that I talk to a lot of agents about. It's, it's well, what, it, what am I good at? You know, what, what could be my niche? Well, look at what you're already doing. Look at your current book. Look at your markets you have. Look at the expertise you already claim in your head. You know, a lot of different stuff. So I like that. I'm actually going to steal that, your natural niche. Um, I thought that was good. So what does your agency pride itself on? Um, number one is community. We spend a lot of time on uh, spending time in, in our community. We're uh, a bedroom community where we live in a, me- a large metropolitan area of about 6 million people. Um, we're one of those suburbs, and we're a strong bedroom community. So we spend time in our community. I actually have uh, I am an administrator of a Facebook group. As you can tell, I'm big on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> for my own neighborhood, which is about 2,500 homes, it's a planned community. Talk about extremely active. Um, we have about 1,500 members in that group. Extremely, I mean, there must be 300 posts a day. It's tell me what that active. is. Tell me, explain it. This is this is interesting. What is this group? And it's, uh, my neighborhood's called Morrison Ranch, and so the group is called Morrison Ranch Neighbors. You can't belong unless you live in Morrison Ranch. That's the only rule we have. Um, but if you live there and you join, you can post anything you want. Uh, the only thing we ask is that you be courteous and, and respectful of your neighbors. But it's everywhere from I lost my dog or who do you know about this, recommendations, referrals, and I don't ever talk about insurance. Let's be honest. Insurance is one of the boring, it's the number two boringest subject in the world. So uh, I won't tell you what, no, what I think number one is, but uh, it's not exciting. You know, it's not sexy. And so I don't talk about it. What I do is I just support the community. So I lead with the HOA that we have and, uh, you know, referrals for contractors and other wow. types of services that people are looking for and we've created a, a business directory uh, for that purpose and people just really love that so wow uh, what a active, great really active engagement and I don't even need to tell people that I own an insurance agency because they know so um, wow Dave they follow a lot of what we do I've I've got a lot of good ideas that you can do on Facebook for agency owners but I've never thought of that that is an unbelievable idea to create a group for your neighborhood now my neighborhood I live in a rural subdivision so there's only about 10 of us but the point is even if you had just 10 it's a great way for you guys to communicate back and forth like you said lost dog or you know we all we're not allowed to have fences here in our subdivision so everybody has those electronic fences where your dog gets off every once in a while and your dog may be running around the neighborhood for the whole day but when the owner comes back the dog's smart enough it runs back in the yard what a great place for you to post and say hey you know da 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 because I mean a lot of people would say, well, why don't you pick up the phone and call them? But in the world we live in today, it's just hard to make contact and all that. If you could put it on Facebook and let the person know, that's 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 an amazing thing, Dave. You've really got me on that one. Probably the key of this uh, podcast will be that. Um, let me. I'm going to start wrapping it up here because you've been giving us some great, great things. And I want to just continue on a little bit about your agency. Um, for 2015, you said that you know you're going to try and your goal is to get it to 50-50 commercial personal lines. You kind of want to grow into personal li- or commercial lines a little more. You want to find some niches. Do you have any acquisitions planned? I mean, is that something on the horizon? Are you going to wait a little bit? What's your thoughts there? Uh, no, we're in serious acquisition mode. I, we don't have any uh, in the works or planned right now. But, um, in fact, uh, 
working right now on a letter that will be going out to agent, local agency owners, letting them know that we may be a resource for them if they or someone they know might be in that market and the timing may be uh, correct, right for them. So um, we're certainly in that mode. We're looking to grow in, in multiple uh, channels. So uh, if it means first lines or commercial lines, both, either one, uh, we're open to that and um, ready to uh, entertain offers. So, yeah, that's definitely on our on our plate. Do you have any producers? We do. Um, I've got a full-time in-house uh, producer, uh, fully licensed, uh, new to the industry about five months ago, and got licensed and is doing extremely well, following uh, my lead with a lot of the marketing things that we do, and then I've got a fully licensed part-time producer, uh, outside producer, uh, ex-captive agent, as a matter of fact, and then I've got a, a part-time office manager who is um, new to our agency about two months now and will be licensed in a couple of weeks, and then I've got uh, three, uh, we call them referral partners, uh, not licensed, no requirement for a license, they simply refer business to us and we uh, pay them a commission in exchange, which we can do here. So um, we have three of those people, and that's just, uh, we call them referral partners, where they hear about, a lot of times through social media, they hear about folks who are looking for some sort of insurance or have an issue and they need help, and uh, they refer them to us, and we're the, uh, the resource to help them out. And so these people aren't licensed, these referral partners? Those folks are not, no. And so are you allowed to pay them? Yes. In Arizona, no. you can pay them a commission or a fee for doing that? Yep, yep. Every state's Find different, I'm just curious. Or, okay, okay. Yeah. All right. Different states have different rules, but we can right. do that here. Right. One of the things we did at JDC, and some of the listeners may know this, but I'll tell you, Dave, that... Uh, I went and got real estate agents, and I licensed them, and I pay them new business and renewal commission. So when they go out and write a piece of business, um, they're going to get you know 40% up front, and they're going to get 25% on the back end for as long as it's with me. And all they have to do is give me five pieces of information. I need the spec sheet of the home that they're selling. I need their name, their social security number, date of birth, and the address that they live at now. And and it, a lot of that information pulls up through the management system or through our quote rater, that allows us to actually, you know, we have all the information we know on the home, obviously, and now we can get it on the auto, and we usually can cross-sell it pretty hard. So we call them referring agents, and I just took a regular insurance producer's contract, stripped it down, uh, and then I just took out a lot of the things, like they can't propose coverage, they can't accept money, they can't contact the carrier, you know, that, that type of things that they can't do. But that's interesting that you do that, and I think that with so many different people in society breaking into their own little groups, especially what you're creating, having it's not possible now today for the future agent to be in every one of those little groups that's growing on. I mean, there's hundreds of them now. We're, we're, we're dissecting ourselves as a society into all these little bubbles. So taking what you're doing, Dave, which I think is ahead of the curve, the thought curve, is taking it and saying, okay, let me just locate those people that are in those bubbles and then just give them an incentive to drive that traffic to me rather than me spending all my time being in those bubbles, which I think that's kind of the theory of kind of what you're using there, Dave. Is that right? Absolutely. We, uh, You ask about what makes our agency unique or what do we pride ourselves on, and not only just community and the things we do within our community, that's how people know us or get to know us, but we can 
we consider ourselves 99% referral based. So my marketing budget is really close to zero. Um, we won't spend much at all. We we get out, meet people, and and let people find others for us and um, spread the word that way. Okay, okay. Do you believe that as you go on through time with the competition, the way things are going online and stuff, do you believe that your marketing budget will have to increase over time? Uh, that's not our plan. I don't believe that, no. Okay, all right. That, that's just a question I want to get from people. Some people say yes, some people say no. And I don't think either one of them are right or wrong. It just has to do with the fact of it's your business and it's your town and you know your community orientation and stuff like that. Um, so, okay, well, that's that's pretty good. Uh, let's see, I pretty much asked a lot of the questions that I, that I said. Um, and then uh, one other thing, let me ask you real quick before I uh, wrap it up here. Producers. Are you paying them on a split? Are you paying them on a salary? Are you paying them on a split and salary? You don't have to get too in-depth if you don't want to, but just kind of give the other agency owners out there a, a general sense. This is a big question I get a lot, Dave. Yeah, there doesn't seem to be a real consensus. You know, I've talked to hundreds of agents, and you probably get hundreds of answers. You know, nobody's mm -hmm. really figured out. Uh, and I don't know that there is ever going to be one answer because what might work, for one in one area geographically may not work in another just due to competition or whatever else is prevalent there. So what we've done is um, I've analyzed our local market and what is going to attract to our agency the, the, the most awesome people. We use that term awesome here. We do awesome. So uh, <laughs> what's going to attract awesome folks to our agency? And so we're looking for top two percenters. And... Um, if it means that we have to compensate them a certain way, uh, that's what we do. So to answer your question, though, we do a split. Um, if they're in-house, they're uh, a base plus commission plus bonus. If they're um, outside, um, we we spend, um, that's not a split. That's a straight commission. Okay. And I've got producer doing that. Um, so whatever works for, I've got multiple multiple forms of competition so whatever works for the individual and uh, like I said whatever brings uh, the most awesome people that are out there in the marketplace to our agency you know what you just hit on it Dave and this is why you're a great owner and you understand a lot of things it's being in the industry for a long time but you've really adapted well to the independent agent channel it seems and the fact of what you said it's all about the individual it's all about um, for all you listeners, back in March of 2013, I did one with John Fear, a podcast, and he talked about behavioral modification. I've actually shared that document with the Facebook group, Dave, and I think it's really important because it has to do with modifying behavior of the individual in your office based on what's important to them to get the results that you want. So everybody always tries to say, well, heck, I don't understand why they're not producing. I, I just gave them 5% more commission. Instead of making 50%, they're making 55%. Well, that should, be an obvious, that should be an obvious tell sign there that that's not what's important to them, which means if it's not important to them, it's not going to drive and derive the, the results you want. And so you just hit it right in the head. You said we've got a lot of different ways, but it's all what's important to the person to where you as the agent can get awesome people. That's, that's your goal. You want to get awesome people. You know what I mean? And if I have to pay them this way or that way, whatever it so be, just bring them into my office so they can be a part of what we're doing. I think no that's question. awesome. I think that's There's awesome. no question about it. I, I don't believe I could just come up with a fixed plan and that I, I'm 
just fixated on and said, this is the way it has to be, and then go out and find the individuals who are going to adapt to that. Mm-hmm. To me, that's completely backwards. So I agree. Um, I agree. I, I don't see how I'm going to change folks in the way they uh, like to do business. What motivates one person is time off versus next person is cash. And and so uh, yep. Yep. I'm, I'm extremely adaptable, and we do what's best in that seems to be working for us. Bam, babe, bam. Sometimes we make it a little bit harder than it is. Isn't that right, Dave? That's correct, yeah. Dave, you you a reader? Uh, absolutely. Tell I me read, the last book you read. Tell me the last uh, book. I'm, um, so I am big on, um, well, right now I'm enrolled in um, Dave Ramsey's Financial Peace University. That's a class. It's a live class, and I've read some of his books. Um Total Money Makeover is a Dave Ramsey book that, and I've got multiple books going at one time. I'm not just to finish one, go on to the next. Uh, and I'm a huge success of Darren Hardy at Success Magazine. Um, extremely excited that I'll be attending a live event of his in January. Um, excuse me, in February in California, and I'm signed up. If only 500 folks uh, will be in the room. And he'll be there, and I have not met him in person. Really, really um, thrilled to be able to go visit. And I've I've read Success Magazine for years and years and years. And that's probably, everybody says, what's your secret? And I said, go bag magazine. Read this magazine. Read it cover to cover and see what you learn. And that's what I tell everybody I, I run into. So Interesting. I just, that's just, just one of my things. You know, does it going to appeal to everybody? Absolutely not. But... If you're looking for something like that, uh, and why not learn from the folks who have done it? Don't try to recreate the wheel yourself. Uh, Success Magazine is, and Darren Hardy is the publisher, and he brings on some of the most successful people in the world, not just here in the United States. So, okay. um, yep. Well, fantastic. Secret sauce right there for you. It is, and I, and I think that's for everybody out there. So, Dave, we appreciate your time. We appreciate you coming to open or coming on and opening your, your agency to us and telling us about the things that you're doing. Um, keep doing what you're doing because you have no idea. I know you started the Facebook group um, for yourself to try and just learn from what other agents were doing and saying, but... Isn't it amazing that whenever we try to do something to try and just say, hey, let's let's create this to see if I can help, what ends up help happening is, is you start helping other people, and then that's when you really start getting your answers that you need. And, I mean, that group, I have to say it, and I'm just not saying it because you're on the phone, Dave, and, and to all the listeners, it's an unbelievable group. If you're not an agency owner, you obviously can't partake in it, but if you are an agency owner, be sure to reach out to Dave. And one more time, Dave, how can people find you and get a hold of you? Uh, the best way I tell everybody is find me on Facebook. My agent is Dave. Is our Facebook group page. You'll find us there, our agency there. And uh, find me, Dave Jackson, on Facebook. Connect with me. Uh, ask to be my friend. I've still got a few, a little bit of room for a few more friends. And uh, you know, I'd be happy to connect with you and turn you on to our group if that's something you're interested in. And uh, I want to thank you, Jason, for allowing me to come on and share. Uh, I'm big on sharing, as you can tell, <laughs> and uh, and learning and um, just helping others, um, you know, make their way in the world. So fantastic! So uh, to all you listeners, that has been Dave Jackson of Jackson Insurance Group out of Gilbert, Arizona. Um, a lot better weather probably today than I'm having. It's getting cold here and a little bit rainy. 
Uh, two things that you don't have a lot of there in Dave, but uh, we are here. So I just want to reach out to everybody and just say to you again, I appreciate you listening to Agents Influence Podcast. If your ear, if this sound is going in your ear right now, I want you to know that I greatly appreciate you. And not only do I appreciate you, but all the agents out there in America appreciate you because you taking your voice, allowing us to take people like Dave's voice and project it around the world is going to do nothing but help our individual businesses be better. It's going to help our whole industry be better. And, and because of those two things, not only because the industry and our agency, those in, this industry and our agencies are made up of real people. And when we can improve the, uh, to improve the industry and our agency, we start improving the lives of people that, that are in those agencies. We start improving families. We start improving communities. And that, at the end of the day, is what the world's all about. So this has been Jason Cass with Agents Influence Podcast, and we are out. Out.